Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is Michael Rappaport, <clears throat> and you are now listening to an impromptu I Am Rappaport podcast. I just finished watching the San Antonio Spurs, the world champion San Antonio Spurs, fuck over LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, my goodness. Lordy, lordy, lord. First of all, let me, let me just acknowledge a couple of things. LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. He's one of the best players of all time. Definitely, if he didn't start on my starting five of all time, he'd be, in my, uh, he'd be, on, the, he'd be on the team. Okay, but you know what? I, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you bring it on yourself, LeBron. You bring it on yourself. You got the whole fucking city of Cleveland sitting around. Even Craig Popovich, the coach of the Spurs, said these people, referring to the Cleveland fans, think this is a playoff game. Don't let them, don't, don't be fooled into that. You got the whole fucking city jumping over, you jumping over, jumping for joy. And yesterday, you made a you made a comment in the paper about 
not getting fouls, and that your coach is overplaying you. Uh, It's not a direct quote, but he did say something to the uh, effect of, I'm playing too many minutes. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. You've never been injured seriously in your career. You're 270 pounds of steel. You're bigger, stronger, faster version of Michael Jordan. That's what they say. That is what they fucking say. And you're fucking complaining 11 games into the season about playing too much? Fuck this shit, man. This is why you feel the wrath from the entire I Am Rappaport podcast staff. It ain't just me. I have a staff over here, and we're all fired up, okay? Shit like that. Parades, fucking pep rallies, fireworks, all that shit. This is why. Every time I got to turn on the the TV, it's back-to-back LeBron commercials. What are you, fucking Elmo? Are, Are you like a, what is going on here, man? Fuck this shit. You get paid. You do Beats commercials. I see you with your shirt off. You're ripped. I admire your body. You're strong. You're fit. You got cool tattoos. You got ink. All right? And then you're complaining about the amount of minutes that you you have to play to get your max contract. I want to go home. I'm doing this for the city of Cleveland. We're going to put the city of Cleveland on our back. We have a commercial. Everybody's clapping. Let's do it. Let's do it. But not if I have to play too much. No, 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 motherfucker. No, 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 no. This is the difference between you and Jordan, you and Kobe, you and like the entire 1990s NBA, including all the shit players. Yo, even Jeff Van Gundy, the analyst, said, I coached eight years ago. I never had a player ask me for less minutes. That's sacrilegious, man. And, and you're asking for less minutes, 10 games into the season? You created this shit storm. You created this fucking fiasco in Cleveland, just like you created this fiasco in Miami. Now you have to live in the shit storm. And if I'm the coach, I tell you to go fuck yourself, do a couple of laps around the gym, and you're going to keep on playing, motherfucker. You're 30 years old. You're not 39. Kobe Bryant's 37. He's been playing 19 years. He would never ask to be taken out of the game. He he just came off of Achilles heels. uh, He tore his Achilles heel muscle, Achilles tendon. I'm all fired up here. I'm on slow churn, all right? I'm on drier, slow churned ice cream. Well, it's not ice cream. It's yogurt. I don't know what it is. Who the fuck knows what it is? It could be anything. It tastes good. They say it's not yogurt. It's not ice cream. It's, It's not... Fat free. It's not. I don't know what the fuck it is, but if you want a <clears throat> a little lift in the evening, get yourself a, a tub of dryer slow churned, whatever the fuck it is, and go to town. Matter of fact, dryers. I'm looking for sponsorships here at the I Am Rappaport podcast. Well, what, what do you think? You want to get in business with me? Hmm. Because right now I got one sponsor. My proud sponsor is the American Giant Sweatshirt Company. The American Giant Company. Make the best hoodies in the world. That's my lone sponsor. It's us against the fucking world. But dryers, if you want a piece of this, jump in now, my friends. Jump in now, me amigos. But, you know, here's the other thing. I make these comments about uh, LeBron James, and then everybody goes, well, if he, if he played in New York, 
you you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't you wouldn't hate so much when he was in when he was in uh, Miami. You're just mad because he doesn't play in New York, and now he's in Cleveland. Oh, shut up, Mike. Uh, you know, you're just mad that he didn't come to New York. He went back home. He went. He wanted to be home. He wanted to play in Cleveland. Listen, I don't give two shits if LeBron plays in New York. He ain't playing for New York. He ain't about this life. He's not ready for the bright lights in the big city. He can't even handle fucking Cleveland. He, he, he's not ready for this shit. So the, for the, the fact of the matter is, he ain't coming here. He doesn't play for New York. He's never coming to New York. And if he did come and play for the New York Knicks, somebody in this warm-hearted, warm-natured city would pull him aside quietly and be like, look, bro, you show up on my house on a Sunday... We're going to do a couple of procedures to your hair, and we're going to fix that fucking hairline up. Or we're going to fucking shave it all off. It's either or. You pick it. You pick your poison. We're either going to plug you down or shave it off. Okay? We're not going to force you into into making a choice, but you got to pick one. Okay? Some doctor or or some scientist or, or group... Of charity people that felt they would, they would, they would have approached him because the people in Miami, you love them, you love them, you love them. You still walking around with his hairline all fucked up. People in Cleveland, you love them, you love them, you love them. No one got a sharpie and penciled his shit in. Your shit looks fucked up, okay? And it's time to get rid of the Abe Lincoln beer. We're just gonna give you a whole makeover. He, if he did come to New York, we would fix his whole program up. But he ain't coming to New York. He ain't about this life, all right? I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of him, you know, like him being anointed the king of the league and everywhere he goes, it's just, it's just, it's just a goddamn parade. It, it, like Derek Jeter pisses on you class-wise. He pisses on you low-key, like, you know, like Joe DiMaggio-wise. Even Michael Jordan with his fucking Hitler mustache, at least he was just doing it and he wasn't, it didn't bring the attention on the way. I just, it's enough is enough is enough. Again, he's still the best player in the league. But enough is enough is enough is enough, man. Okay? Enough is enough. I'm all fired up. It's late at night, and I'm going in. Going in on this guy. Sick and tired of it. Also, in the last 24 hours, LeBron James shat the bed versus San Antonio Spurs in Cleveland. In his hometown, and last night around this time, I was fucking rubbing elbows with Rakim Allah. Rakim. From Eric B. and Rakim, some of you motherfuckers. Rakim, the God MC. I met Rakim. And, 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 and some, somehow, he knew who I was. I was literally blushing when I met Rakim. My face, I could feel it blushing. Like, I could feel my face getting warm. Like, I was, like, meeting, I don't know, fucking, you know, Cheryl Teagues in 1979. That's how I felt meeting Rakim last night. I took a picture with him. I posted it on Instagram. Posted it on Twitter. And Rakim looked good. And and, and I was at this, this Global Spin Awards. It's this DJ... Uh, award show in New York that I didn't know what it was going to be, but they were honoring DJ Premier. Everybody from hip-hop was there. Not everybody, but a lot of humongous, influential pillars of hip-hop. DJ Red Alert, Chuck Chill Out, 
Marley Mall, Pete Rock, Premier, Puff Daddy, Das Effects, DJ Hollywood, fucking Renee from the Mob Wipes. Yeah, I said DJ Hollywood and then Renee from the Mob Wipes. Who else was there? I'm forgetting a bunch. It was just, it was pillars of hip hop and it was just a great event. And motherfuckers were dressed in suits. They said it's a black tie event. I said, a black tie event? It's fucking hip-hop. I show up looking like a piece of shit in like a, a grungy, shit-stained sweater. You know, I, I, looked, I didn't look up to par, but I didn't know what it was. And I had no idea that Rakim was going to be there. And I, and I, I, I got there at, at, at 7. I did my little presentation at uh, 8.15, 8.30. And then I saw Rakim, and I stayed till 11.30. And no bullshit, I just, I talked to Rakim a little bit, was talking in circles. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was so nervous. I, because, let me, let me explain something to you. Rakim, in, in, when he first came out, it would be like seeing E.T. to see Rakim in real life. It would be like seeing like, like, a, like, a, like a shooting star. He was never out. Remember his lyric, so low key that you might not see me? incognito, taking it easy. That was real shit. He was like a mystery man. You never saw Rakim. So to see him, and I, I to see him in real life, I, I mean, everybody was coming over to him. Everybody, when they see him, it, it's like an exciting thing. Uh, EPMD, Eric Sherman was there. I mean, every everybody was there. And, and whenever someone lays eyes on Rakim, it's almost like they're surprised to see him. Because he just, he's just, he, he means that much to, to, to everybody. He's so influential and he's so, like, you want more. You always wanted more, Rakim. You always wanted more. I feel like he's one of the artists that, like, you know, you always wanted more from him. So I, I stayed. I just stayed and I, like, hung around him and I watched people talking to him. And, and you could tell how appreciative he was and how um, patient and, and how um, humble he was. Everybody wanted pictures and selfies and girls, other other rappers. Nice and smooth was there. I mean, it was it was cool, man. It was it was really cool. And I I just he looked good. He looks young. He's in shape. You know, he's just it was fucking it was cool, man. It was really cool to see him. And then to to top it off, I went to work today. I, I'm working on a new show here in New York, produced by this up and coming producer, Stephen. Um, Spiel some shit, Spielberg, he's producing it, I don't know, he's done a couple of things, so I heard, and it's called Public Morals, Ed Burns uh, is, is, is the uh, creator and, and, and the star, so uh, I've had a good 24 hours, I've had a good 24 hours, um, and, uh, and then I just watched this game, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking get on here, and I'm gonna do an impromptu podcast, and I am going to do an impromptu wigger please. And, and this first guy, I, I, you know, when I heard about this, I got to admit, I wasn't, I was not that mad. I, I, I you know, I, I mean, obviously this guy's a sick fuck, but, uh, you know, I understand. <laughs> There's a, uh, a Newton, New Jersey police officer. This guy, uh, Officer Jason Miller, looks like a fucking real wild card. If I had the picture, I'd flash it up there. But Officer Jason Miller, I mean, it almost looks like his face was drawn. This guy looks fucked up in the game. But this fucking guy has been pulling people over for traffic stops. And when he pulls people over for traffic stops, 
he'll walk up to the car with his loaf out. <laughs> this fucking guy will pull you over for a traffic stop with his piece out and be like, uh, excuse me, can you uh, give me your license and registration? And, you know, it's almost like a fucking Vince Vaughn movie or like a Will Ferrell shit. So this sick fuck, and he's doing it to men, this twisted motherfucker, Officer, uh, Officer Jason Miller, allegedly. I don't want this cocksucker suing me, but allegedly Officer Jason Miller has been accused. Five or six people said that uh, he would walk up and, and, and you'd hear the zipper go zip. He would zip it down and then his, his balls would be hanging out. And uh, this guy's in trouble. And you got to look him up. Look this guy up because if you see the face, it even makes it funnier. Officer Jason Miller, check him out. Go on the Daily News or the New York Post or I don't know where you people are. I got fans all over the world. Just go on your local newspaper. You go Google this fucking guy, Officer Jason Miller, New Jersey. But Officer Jason Miller, even though I think you're a sick fuck, and, and I understand, you know, sometimes I want to show people my loaf. You know, I, I never do it, and, and, and I never just want to show men my loaf, but every now and then I just want to, you know, take out my piece and be like, yo, what do you think? You know, check this out. You know, like, hey, what do you say? You know, and see, see what kind of reaction I get. I don't do it, again, but I understand the mentality. But Jason Miller, you get a wig of please because you're buck fucking wild, my man. And I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're married or not married, you got a kids or family, but... uh. You get wig a please, but but you get an asterisk next to it because I'm not mad at you. All right, the second one goes to this woman in Florida. Last year, this this lady, she she this isn't a funny wig a please. This is like a shit stained wig a please. She she gets a, a shit stained wig a please. Like when she gets her certificate of wig a please, it's gonna be a shit stained one. I'm not going to do the shit staining, but someone listening to this is going to want to shit stain this. But this lady in uh, Florida, again, it's always Florida. I'm sorry. I hope there's a lot of people that listen to the I Am Rappaport podcast in Florida. But it seems like every time I, uh, I go into the, uh, the, the Wig of Please segment, it always starts with blah, 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 Florida. Blah, 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 bath salts, eating someone's face, Florida. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm going to steal a, 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 you know, a, 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 a garden table. It's in Florida. It's always, it's always Florida. But this, this, this woman down in Florida was pimping out her daughter during the Super Bowl. Her 15-year-old daughter. Now, this fucking broad, this sick, sick fuck, she, she faces you know, jail time as she should. I mean, what do you do with someone like that? Do you, do you, do you, I don't even know how you treat somebody like that. But she gets a shit-stained wig of please. It's disgusting. It's not even funny. You know, the wig of please segment, it sounds like it's always for, for, for humor and for, for, for a laugh and for a gag. But, but this stuff is disturbing. So Yolanda Ostalasa, whatever your name is, down in Florida, wig of please with a shit stain on it. And finally... There's this fucking guy, Mexican dude. This happened in Mexico. Mario Alberto. You always got to watch people with, 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 two, uh, with, with, with two names that could be first names and last names. Mario Alberto. Watch out for guys like that. They're like uh, Dalmatians. They don't know. It's an identity crisis. But he says that his friend 
I don't know how to pronounce his name, Lizalde Reyes. Uh, him and they were, they were walking his dog, uh, Mr. Alberto's dog. And uh, apparently, uh, the one gentleman tried to uh, grab the other gentleman's loaf. It, it always goes back to the loaf. It always goes back to the loaf. But, but apparently, he, uh, Lizalde tried to grab Mario Alberto's loaf, and they were drunk. And Mario was like, fuck that shit. And, uh, you know, they started arguing. And uh, the next thing you know, he fucking shot him. They're good friends. He, he shot him and, and he, he killed him. And then, and then after he killed him, he knew he was dead. He took his fucking knife off and, and cut the... This is his best friend. He cut his dick off. It wasn't bad enough that he shot him in the head. After he killed him, after he was dead... Not moving, not fighting back. Uh, Mario Alberto decided to cut his his buddy's friend, uh, his cock off. And uh, that was that. And then, uh, you know, and then the, they had a dog. They were walking the dog. The dog started sniffing. The, this is true shit. The dog started sniffing around and sniffing the dead guy's, you know, bloody dick area. And it was just a mess. It was just a mess of, 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 of just drunken debacle, you know, Wild shit. So uh, Mario, uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be hearing this because you, you're going to be locked down under the jail. You get a wig of please, and and you know what? You you get a wig of please with a. Why'd you have to take things so far? So what? He tried to touch your loaf. You know, let's. Uh, you took things too far, man. You took things too far this time, Mario. So you get you get a big, big, big wig of please, and that brings me to what was brought up. In, in, in uh, Utah today, this is real shit too. In Utah, they brought up uh, the legislation, the people brought up, they want to start um, reevaluating firing squads. They don't like, uh, you know, lethal injections. That's not working. People are like getting injected and then coming back to life. The electrocution, you know, motherfuckers are like, Fuck that. That ain't doing shit to me. I'm, I'm not dead, motherfucker. You missed your chance. I'm coming back to life. So these, these people out in Utah are like, you know what, asshole? We're going to do a firing squad. We're going to shut the whole thing down. You ain't coming back to life from a firing squad. So there was a real discussion of law, lawmakers in Utah, and they're going to come back again in January. And it was voted like, yeah, we'll have the discussion. It's early process. Who knows? But, but the reality of it is if they made... A national law. If that was a national, like, there's no, you get 5 to 15 years for rape. There's no, you get 30 to life for killing a guy. There's no manslaughter A, manslaughter B, you know, unintentional manslaughter. There's no, oh, I'm, I'm a sicko. There's no, oh, he's not mentally capable of, te- you fuck up, you're getting shot. And if they start doing that shit, and they start Instagramming that shit, and they start YouTubing that shit, shit will change across the country. So if Utah is able to pull this off, I'm all for it. I am all for it. I guarantee you, if they start shooting motherfuckers that rape women, that do things to children, that kill people, that mug old ladies, shoot these motherfuckers. There's no re- rehabilitating these fucks. And you don't deserve to get rehabilitated, okay? 
You rape a woman, you, you do some fucked up shit, shoot him. Shoot him. This woman down in Florida, you pimp your daughter out. Maybe, you, maybe there's, there's different variations of it. Maybe we don't shoot to kill. Maybe we just shoot her in the ass a couple of times. Like, boom, boom. And, you, you, know, and you, you let her treat it. She's got to pull the lead out of that ass. But I'm all for it. I think it's a good thing. I, I, I'm sure it'll never happen. But, but look it up. Look it up. The people in Utah, you, you don't get a wig of please. You get a fucking high five because I'm into what you're doing. All right? And uh, that's it, man. That's it. This is an impromptu I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. I love the support. I love the people that don't like it. I love that you guys love my nephew, Duncan. I love that, that, that he rhymed uh, Biggie Smalls last week and, and caught me off guard. I, 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 sent the, I sent him his sneakers. I know everybody, everybody, I say everybody, there's thousands, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people listening all over the world, all over the country. And, and I sent him his sneakers, and we're going to keep on going. We're going to sign out to the uh, I Am Rappaport theme song. And like I said last week, I haven't gotten any submissions for the remix, the I Am Rappaport theme song remix. I'm looking for a punk rock version, a, a, a you know, some more hip-hop shit. It could be long, it could be short, but it's got to be funky, you know? Classical versions, acapella, folk versions, but I need, I need, uh, I need songs. I need music. The I Am Rappaport podcast, we pride ourselves on having, you know, dope music, all right? And that's that. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo, Stereo Podcast. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the New Balance. He asked me to do the track because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and lox. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. You might catch him out in public. Stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. This is the I am. Rappaport Podcast.